if you are watching this video i hope you are either a manager or you are leading a group of people or maybe you are an owner of a company if either is the case you could have become that by doing your best 100% in your work compared to your peers or you'll be having studied lot of hours in business schools or after your work all of is this is the case as per forbes magazine this is one of the 10 books you should read in 2022 our today's book is new way to think published by harvard business review by the number one university harvard university and written by the number one thinker in the world as per thinker 50 roger l martin so welcome to book.tips myself ramis so today our journey is a, a journey through the 14 chapters of the book or in other way a 14 myth busting sequence which will just change your models of thinking around what you studied or what you understand so far in your business schools and all so in short i would tell that it's a 14 course delicious meal for your brain let's get started first chapter is competition so we all understand about competition because we know how the competition so we used to understand that competition is between the organizations at the top like amazon compete with microsoft azure or google compete with someone else or tesla compete with toyota on all these things but in actual fact competition is happening as per the book or the new approach is that competition is happening actually on the front line where the customers is using that service or customer is buying that service so this is a misunderstanding we used to have so we should not think like competition is there in the top no business as per the book no business can compete with one hand tied at the back so all of the organization which is multiple hierarchy until the ceo all of these parts should support that front line who is meeting the customer if that is not happening the company is not going to compete and also if suppose a particular layer imagine a layer above the front line is not adding any value to the customer so company should rethink to either remove that one or for example there is a product or there is a service that is not going to there is not adding any utility or value to the customer that also has to be think about changing it or selling it to someone else like that so that's a general myth busting about the competition it happens at the front line not at the head office chapter 2 we'll go to chapter uh, second one which is about stakeholders so in short stakeholders is someone who is positively or negatively impact the company it can be customer it can be anybody but generally stakeholder usually as per in 1970s and all there was an approach that ceo is working for the shareholders or ceo's main purpose is to uh, increase the value for the shareholders but what is actually the new approach is that if you focus on shareholders or if you give the ceo the mission that your purpose is to increase the value for the shareholder his mission will be short sighted 
he'll be always playing with the numbers to get that one instead to actually create shareholder value as per the book put customer before the shareholder so imagine like there he's telling about an examples of procter and gamble and all these things instead of having a short term shareholder value increase the the ceo or the management think about long term so the compensation of the ceo should be in such a way that or or all the management is in such a way that it will be a vested stock they cannot get it back even after retirement only they can take it back in procter and gamble story they were even invited the retired ceo to join back to protect the company back so instead of short term short term capitalism was been uh, like proposed by lot of uh, economists and it was even uh, one nobel prize for economics for milton freeman in 1970s and all and which was promoted by jack welch at general electric and also robert goziat at coca cola but it was a short term approach as per the book so ceo ceo cannot survive by having that short sightedness it should be more about long sightedness we'll go to the next with busting topic customers uh, this is important customer is important for any particular organization so the common misunderstanding is that everything new or everything innovative customer will be accepting it also another important thing is that customer will be loyal this is a two misunderstanding people used to have so what the book is trying to tell is that familiar solution usually trumps the perfect one so daniel kahneman has a famous uh, theory about thinking fast and thinking slow i'll try to make it very simple for example when customer is going to a store he will be thinking fast it mostly a subconscious way of interacting with it human mind always try to be more automatic uh, it is like that so it will not be more conscious thinking but instead there will be a thinking slow process where the companies the designers will be thinking slow they will be innovating and they will think that this is a perfect product for the customers and all so there is a gap between that so but instead so what book is trying to tell that familiar solution usually trump the perfect one he was trying to tell an example about instagram logo change and how much it affect the customer and facebook is keeping the same page always example amazon is keeping their same page always and they're trying to make things easy for the customer like to reorder again one click purchases and even now you look at it after this many years amazon page is still amazon page google is still using the same google page so that familiarity is important and usually trumps the perfect one even blackberry they were using this uh, qwerty keyboard and all even when the smartphone arrived customers were not able to change so that's another important part example is about a tide tide is a, one of the product of procter and gamble they tried to introduce a liquid detergent using another name era but actually it was a failure then later they understood that because customer is familiar with tide era even it is procter gamble they were so they tried to change that strategy and they put the liquid detergent in the name of tide itself and that was a success so instead of competitive advantage the what the book is telling that companies should create cumulative advantage so every time a customer purchases your company's product the gap between your company's product and the competitive product will increase so that is a cumulative advantage that's what like for example apple is using that one so when there is a cumulative advantage on this one 
uh, every if you buy an iPhone, you will next time you will be buying more item on that. So the adding on, or if you are using an Android, if you are an Android user, you will not be able to change your switch to another. Same with iPhone user and all these things. So there is four rules written in the book. One is to become competitive uh, with the customer. One is that become popular early. What is popular? Customer always favor, and design a habit around the people. So it like subscribe and save. If you come across a new solutions like that, it can be lot of n number of things. Innovate inside the brand. This is similar to what happened. I told about the era detergent and the tide change it to uh, the liquid detergent. It change it to its own brand later. Keep communication simple. So sometime the advertisement backfire. This happened to Samsung. Samsung was trying to advertise about. water resistant uh, phones and other things when the iphone was introduced but actually it backfired that one because customer is not slow thinkers customer is fast thinkers their brain only take on a short attention span so that's about this point familiar solution usually trumps not the perfect one customer is not always loyal and customer is always not looking for for perfect one they they want to things make easy for them the fourth point is strategy maybe as a manager this may be one of the interesting topic for all of us uh, but generally in strategy what count is what would have to be true not what is true what generally it means is that strategy we are talking about something in the future you cannot predict exactly what it is so issues instead of having issues uh, on this one because strategy always come when there is an issues so you don't have to room around the issues instead you convert that issues into possibilities possibilities into choices and from the choices you have to involve and collaborate with all team members it's not necessary to be on the higher management you should be always on the front line people and operations manager junior executives and all these people that way and in the book itself roger martin is explaining a seven step process where a company can follow to have a collaborative process on that so albert einstein have a famous quote we cannot solve our problem with the same level of thinking we use when creating them as albert einstein so there is some change of the thinking it's mentioned we should change our perspective from what should we do to what might we do what should be something more arrogant to the what do i believe as a manager instead we should think that what would i have to believe and what is the right answer because usually managers are approach for answers instead of what is the right answer we should think about what are the right questions and what we should know in order to make a good decision so it's a change of thinking uh, more more in the book later we'll go to the next topic so strategy in strategy what count is what would have to be true not what is true fourth one is data because in the business school we have been teach that data is everything you should make decisions around datas and all these things but actually data about data can be true data can be helpful but you may not be getting data for the particular problem always so you cannot creating great choices require imagination more than data because it's trying to take out that boundary of the data and thinking i'll try to give an example in the book is trying to tell about a charity organization they used to get charity from lot of people so all of this 
donors who is giving charity there are two type of cost direct cost and indirect direct cost is something it is directly going to a particular purpose whoever the charity is intended to indirect uh, indirect cost is something which is using the charity organizations their salaries and other things and all these things so uh, this charity organization thinking that companies don't find value on our work that's why they're not giving that much proportion of charity to the indirect cost but actually when roger was trying to help them they tried to understand that it is not that case actually the case is they don't trust them so you see the data is telling because they don't find value but actually when you imagine about that you understand that it's not about data it's about trust another example is about lego lego was having an issue with the girls it was mostly played by boys and they get the data that girls are not interested in such creative endeavors like that but when they try to use their imagination and try to search more they understood that girls are more interested in collaborative game than single game so that was an imagination and supported by data they allow them to make the solutions collaborative for that so about data creating great choices require imagination more than data so our next point is about culture organization culture this is also an important topic which come across managers because managers will be always having struggle in overcoming the culture barriers of the company so peter drucker famously said culture is eat strategy for breakfast so culture is singularly persistent you you people have a thinking that if you put a strict policies or strict processes or you make an incentive package around the things you can overcome the cultural barrier but actually that is not the case we example nokia when smartphone was introduced nokia tried to just put lot of incentive packages of the people like that so that they can change their business to smartphone industry but actually that culture inbound culture was failing them even after acquired by microsoft they were still failing them and they it was not able to move that was an important point and another example in the same roger is talking about procter and gamble they used to have a, a review session where the managers will come with a powerpoint of the strategy and they will create multiple issue sheets of all the possible question it will be like a showing of all the presentations and creative slides and all so when roger was working with the ceo what he tried to tell them that he did not change all of the things he told that you have to send that powerpoint at least one week before to us so then they will give only three topics to discuss they will not allow them to go through all the slides and all and the whole discussion will be around that three topics so that become more productive and the whole culture change about values and all so that was an important change another important thing he was talking about when he was a dean at rothman school he they they used to have they was also having a misunderstanding that okay when roger is becoming a dean they are going to change the whole setup of the but he did not do that there was an annual review with the professors and lectures so he he conducted the same thing but he added one small thing he make a one hour review with each of those professors and lectures and he asked them three questions only what was your mission for the last year what is your missions for the next year and what support you need from the college to get that one 
so did you achieve that last thing last uh, year goal also so this was a, a change in this one because there was some incident talking about lectures was considered undergraded there they were not able to get the laptops and all and one of the lecture complained him so he is he told that okay you will get the laptop and it was asking whether we change the policy so he the dean told the it department no we did not change the policy but she need laptop let her have it it was like even though it was a one to one conversation between it and dean it was like an announcement to the whole college that we what matters is what is our end objectives and the same thing happened there was uh, when he was working there in the college alumni was was not that much active and they were not getting that much funds and all funds was limited so they get to an approach that give the value then let us what what really it means is that uh, they make like lifelong learning session in once in a year they make one session where all the people who already completed the course from the college they can participate one day for free and they can refresh their knowledge and that becomes so successful that the people outside the campus was want to enroll in that particular thing initially they were hesitant but later they told they fees to that 1000 dollar and that was allowing them to manage the expenses and all so that's all the cultural change like when you 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 can only change it you can only change the culture how individual work with one another even he was dean the college some of the staffs uh, come to his desk and complain about other stuff so immediately he stand up and tell let us go and meet that person and we'll talk to them so that practice day by day he told that after some days people stop coming to him and complaining about other people so that's a shift in the culture how the people interact with them because usually they will be like to complain about people when they are not there but when they were with them people don't like to complain so there is shift in the culture next point is knowledge work if you are working as manager like currently this is a knowledge work is a term coined by peter drucker so knowledge work for example vp of marketing he will be paid very much but he his job will have peaks and valleys he is important to the company he will be he will be having like very busy time when there is a product launch and all but in other case he'll be most of the time only having some emails and such things like that but also these people will not be hesitant to go back to their manager and tell that they will have work because they feel they will undervalued so he's telling that to make use of such resources which is critical to the company we should organize these knowledge workers around projects rather than jobs if there is more than more people which we can allocate towards the projects there is no more there are too much people and there is not that much projects should think about reallocating these people or outsourcing these people and all so whatever is remaining we should make use of them around projects not jobs that will allow them to be more creative and also they can deliver they will feel more valuable also so that that was the thing in most of the thing like for example fedex and mcdonalds and all these people we can we can automate and using the heuristics we can organize all the human resources to have a maximum efficiency but knowledge work require unpredictable and unforeseen thinking and all these things so these people should be utilized they are critical important for the company utilize around projects not jobs our next point is corporate functions give them their own strategies so every company used to have a business unit 
and a corporate functional part of it usually the thing is that business unit things like uh, and functional unit has to do all the things usually it's like a business unit like a team implements all of that but you, what what really happen is that functional unit will be so busy with doing all the things what business unit is telling they will not be able to have to have a strategy for themselves they will be just robotically doing day in and day out lot of things this is not you should they should have a strategy of doing that also so this was this point is telling give them their own strategies to get that around because that will be productive as well because when the functional unit is working on the strategies they can give feedback to the business unit and when they are making further strategies that will help also so planning it is not substitute to strategy so planning is a most misunderstood topic in our business now because people think that planning and strategy is same but but in actual fact planning is something which we have some level of idea but strategy is not at all that strategy is something it is about an unknown thing so people think about strategic plan we make a vision we make objectives we make a cost but in actual fact the book is telling that you can estimate the cost of the company operations by using a plan but you cannot estimate the revenue generated because that is in the hands of customer so that really need a strategy so planning should be there but it is not a substitute for strategy you should have a strategy then only the company can grow planning should be there but for planning purposes there is a important quote by napoleon bonaparte until you spread the wings you will have no idea how far you can fly so think about it our next point is about execution so it's coming to the point adapt it is the same thing as strategy why because same to happen like strategic team make that one but if most of the consultant companies blame the company telling that our idea was good but it failed in execution so usually thing is that strategy is like brain and execution is like body what brain tells body follows but it should not be that case for example if there is a strategy there and when it is executing there that execution part will have some challenges and all so every strategy especially for the complex thing it will not be right all the time so execution has to go back to strategy they have to re-strategize it and going back to the execution again so we have to adapt you should not like strategy then execute it strategize it implement it it's not like that it should be a feedback loop happening there there is an interesting book by matthew said about black box thinking it's interesting if you like to read on that so talent uh, talent is also an important part for the manager manager come across lot of talents around it so people have a misunderstanding that talents are always getting appreciated by compensation but there is a famous study that you cannot get more motivated at after some level of salaries uh, so there is uh, like for example uh, he's telling in my 40 years of working i did not find any top level category of talent who is solely motivated by compensation i think you will have a similar situation even you as a manager because william jesus is telling appreciation is the most important or most powerful desire of a human being more than 
money or anything like that so he's trying to give some points about be careful about their ideas you have to appreciate the talent of the people uh, and don't block their improvement and development that's another point uh, he's trying to talk about never lose a chance to praise them if there is an opportunity you can praise their efforts do that so feeling special that's what the point feeling special is more important than compensation let's go to the next one innovation the design of the intervention is as critical as the innovation itself so here innovation uh, especially the more complex and less tangible the design it is less feasible for a designer to ignore any impacts what he's trying to tell is that when the things getting more complex the, the designer cannot perfectly do that that's why the current software and all these things are using agile methodologies and all so today design is being to able to solve the complex problem usually we should have an design should intervention should be there in the innovation it's not like okay uh, i as a scientist or i as a designer get a great idea then implement it innovation is not like that innovation is like even edison invented a bulb by continuous iteration of this one see check multiple it so don't misunderstand innovation of something like like one a glimpse of an idea then you have to implement it so the design team there should be have an intervention on the design team having prototyping and all of these things the collaborative learning and improvement approach then only it can thrive so design of intervention is as critical as the innovation itself then third one capital investment so it's also misunderstand many companies used to sell lot of uh, their divisions and all thinking that it will not create a value so there is a common misunderstanding that they will evaluate a particular division or a category of the business based on historical performance but instead we should think there are some some stories in the book telling that there are some divisions of a company which was taken by the pe firms and they make it to a successful business later so you should always think that assume the capital investment value become reset as long as it is embedded into the company so you should think about uh, hesitant about invest new ideas and opportunities you should think about future opportunities also in terms of capital investment not based on the historical performance so last point is about merger and acquisitions usually in the common era there are a lot of mergers and acquisitions happening especially after 1970s and all so the whole idea is that sometime the acquisition will make the companies grow in other ways it will kill that company why it is happening roger is telling is that because most of the time companies who acquire that small company they think to get value from them instead the book is telling you have to you need to give value to get value uh, for example disney used to used to bob iger used to tell this approach like even they acquire marvel and uh, espn and a lot of companies pixar and all they allow them to be independent and they allow them to thrive so to have more benefit about merger acquisition telling about four point be smarter to provide growth capital one of the thing a big companies can do a small companies that they have a lot of capital so you have to be giving very smart in allocating capital to them so they can grow 
provide managerial oversight because as a big company they will have a lot of exposure to the market so give that oversight so they can improve themselves share and transfer valuable skills big companies will have lot of skills give to them so they can thrive share valuable capabilities so in that way first you have to give then take like give respect take respect or similar way when you are acquiring a small company you should first give the value not you should not be intended to get value and acquire it that way that whole merger and acquisition will be a failure so it's the last point last one is about this is about the author he is roger l martin he is considered as a thinker number 1 as per uh, thinker 50 he is still in the fifth in the list he is a uh, a behavioral finance graduate from harvard university and he specialized uh, he was work as work with many ceos in procter and gamble blackberry and he was a columnist in business week washington post financial times and harvard business review written a couple of books as well he is uh, one thing common for him and me because we both have a common have a common hero peter trucker and uh, this is the last one So this is an end of the slides. Your guide to a superior management: new way to think. So there is an interesting quote I'll add on the last. Few people think more than twice or three times a year. George Bernard Shaw. But I have made an international reputation for myself by thinking once or twice a week. There is an interesting recent book by Adam Grant, Think Again. I'll add it in the description. If you like to read, you can read that as well. That's all for now. See you next time. If you like or if you found value on this one, please subscribe. And if you like our presentation, please give our feedback so that we can improve in our next thing. Thank you. That bye for now.